0: Welcome to Apocalypse, Mr. Mannheim. Who are you? Your new lord and master. You may call me Dark Side.
1: Than this. It was
2: a toss-off reference at the end of last week's episode. I went ahead and actually did it.
1: I had this song on a tape that I played in my car.
2: Yeah, well, that was a long time ago. That was like three days ago.
1: Damn. <laughs> would, you, would you guys be era. surprised if I actually did have a tape deck in my car? Nope. No, I assume you cause, did. You
3: don't have a smartphone.
1: No, they're shit. Smartphones are shit.
3: <sighs> oh,
2: God, I wish we had time to have that conversation. We don't this is dark Side's couch and this is james by the way this is mike and i have I'm a fucking Shea. flip phone <sighs> yeah you i do. mean
3: i have a flip phone but it's still a smartphone
2: no shay has a 1500 hundred dollar foldable samsung smartphone that is not the equivalent of a razor
1: you didn't actually pay you didn't actually pay 1500 dollars for a phone i did you?
3: not no shay does the same thing as everybody else where she rents it through her phone carrier but i don't i bought
2: my phone outright you rent your phone? Yeah, most people do. I'm so glad I
1: never got into that shit.
2: No, you still need a smartphone. You can't, it can't get, we can't find your way to to different job sites and things like that. It's getting and,
1: hard. I will admit, like it's becoming yeah. a problem. Check your stocks.
3: I mean, there are still smartphones that are like super basic.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, uh, if Mike
3: I really, just I, just ask them what kids usually yeah.
1: get. I know. Uh, yeah, you know what? That's a good idea. Or old people, because I'm yeah. probably closer to that one.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: with big text. Yeah, absolutely. Lots you know, of buttons. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm good. I'm going to do it. That You guys yeah. inspired me.
3: No, just go up to them and be like, I need to see maps. The end. Like, that's all I want.
1: I'm mean, like, I don't want none of those fancy things. Does yeah. it have a mouse? It's too fancy. Yeah. Just a regular old phone.
2: Regular phone. I'm a regular guy. A regular hardworking bootstrapping man. I'm a bootstrapping uh, man. That was poison, by the way. That was poison because this is the end of the Streets of Poison storyline. I
1: didn't know it was like a long running story. I just I think it was it was probably
2: only like two or three issues. Because if this is the climax, it's not super exciting.
1: You know the the name of the drug in this this story is about doing drugs and selling drugs, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, sort mm -hmm. of. And uh, the drug is called Ice, and they mention it like fifty times. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Oh no, this is firmly an anti drug comic. This is very much a Reagan drug war.
2: This is bizarre. This is a bizarre comic book. Uh, This is Captain America issue 378 from 1990, a book called Grandstand Play. So uh, it is the finale of the Streets of Poison arc. So we've been waiting a few decades to find out how that wrapped up. Uh, You're fucking weird, bro. Um, Yeah, that was me. Yeah. Mike picked up the first couple issues. and He's just been waiting it out. One day Uh, I'll come up with a a comedy podcast where
1: we (laughs) fucking read these comics. I got to
2: keep it fresh. I can't read it until I got the podcast. Uh, Written by the great Mark Grinwald, art by Ron Lim and Dan Boulanati. Nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, So yeah, this came up on the wheel last week. And look how wide the A is on Captain America's head. Oh yeah, it's huge. Yeah, yeah. That was weird. I don't know. It's Mm -hmm. like an
1: H with an extra line.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, they didn't figure it out. It's just no. he looks ridiculous.
1: Cause look, they they have regular A's on the lettering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they're not too extreme. No.
3: I will admit before we move on too far that I expected since it said Streets of Whatever, James is a huge Springsteen fan, and so I didn't oh, expect him to of fit fire.
0: in
3: well, Streets of Fire or Streets of Philadelphia and just call it call it Streets of Poison Delphia.
2: Oh, Streets of Poison, Delphia. Well, that's it's a little bit of a tortured pun. Also, that's a ballad. I don't know. Yeah, that's a song about a man dying of AIDS.
3: I mean, what if you cut in during the song a little bit of poison?
2: Uh, I I would probably just go with Streets of Fire, the song, the up-tempo song that's almost exactly the same and and fits in the scheme of it.
1: James, Um. James, your music taste is so bizarre. I know you personally, we're good mm-hmm. friends, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and it just doesn't fit. Like, it's so
2: strange. This is pissing me off so much, and I'm not even, even sure why. Because I'm a Springsteen
3: guy?
1: Yeah, it's weird. Like, it's it doesn't... Why? It, I don't know. Because like, you're, you're
3: super indie folk.
1: It's, it's like, weird. It's just like, because you like, all your favorite f- bands are like fuck? really out of character. Like, it's like, it comes out of left field. Like, I'm always yeah. surprised when you tell me about music you like.
3: Yeah, because you're because yeah, yeah. it, it seems like war on drugs would be war like, on drugs is cool. That is yeah exactly, and you like them, but it seems like that would be your realm, not war on drugs and Springsteen.
2: Yeah, and I listened to a lot of Motown last night, and like dude, I listened to right? And I listened to jazz. And all, listened... Is that okay?
1: All of that, all of that, because I'm always you have a such an like yes like widespread taste. See, right? now,
2: it's now it's starting to sound like a compliment, but I'm still mad. It is mad. a compliment. I'm it still is mad compliment. from when I thought it was an insult.
1: No, no, no. I nothing against Bruce Springsteen, but, it's but like, I, mean, I don't, yeah. I don't it fucking know the names of all of his songs. Like Jesus.
2: Well, oh, but that is because that's just how I do anything with this any media true. that I'm involved with. I need to know every album, every song, where it was recorded, who was the producer. That's just how I am with anything that I like. I literally, so
3: I I record um, in front of James's bookcase, and I'm literally looking at a book right now that's just called Bob Dylan, All the Songs.
2: Yep, Bob Dylan, All the Songs. I have several Bob Dylan books, including one that is entirely just about Like a Rolling Stone, that one song, the entire book.
1: I can't imagine owning things. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
2: Like I'm so like anti owning things. That's oh, like... it sounds like you... you're
3: very anti capitalism. Like a certain mm. Nazi, I know.
2: Oh God, you're trying to get into the comic book, aren't you? Oh, you, 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 you wait, not me, right?
3: No, no, no. I'm trying to get into the comic
2: book. <laughs> well, I do have to say, Mike, this might be the comic book where you start to agree with a Nazi. Yeah. What do you mean? Well, okay, we'll get to that point. There's a there's a big scene, and there were two incredible things. All right, happen. we'll get to it. We'll, we'll get, we'll get to, to, it. to that. I read this um, last night, and I was like, Do you want to talk about this cover here, where uh, Captain America is just giving the old the old knuckle sandwich to Crossbones? Yeah, he's eh, punch of Crossbones. Generic.
1: Is Crossbones yeah. a Nazi, or is he just like I need to get he's paid? He's working with a Nazi. Paid.
2: Yeah, he just needs to do what he needs to do. Hey, to... I,
1: how many of us secretly work for yeah, Nazis, right? He's, <laughs>
2: he's he's the he's the proletariat for sure. Yeah. This is I one of his first appearances, not his first.
3: Like I speculated. The too long didn't read of this comic is if you do drugs, you're supporting Nazism. Um, I, uh, all
1: right. Hmm.
3: I mean, in Tell my me opinion, I'm
1: wrong. no. In my opinion, you're correct because I'm one of those people that thinks the CIA is in charge of the heroin operation across the world.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. That may okay. or may not be true.
2: Well, there's two conflicting uh, approaches. to— to selling drugs in this comic book and one is mm-hmm. the the nazi version and one is the libertarian capitalist version mm-hmm. yeah and you're what not is supposed the to really like either eugenics version? Of them. yeah you're not really supposed to be on either side of them i don't know we'll I, see. and Let's... i i didn't No, I but for there's Captain a clear
3: there's a clear <laughs> side that you're supposed to lean towards and it's you're... not the nazi
2: You were rooting for Captain America, which is funny. Well, we mentioned this before, is that this came out in 1990. Um, So it's, I mean, I wasn't reading Captain America comics at the time, but Mike and I were at an age where, like, when we were the right age for these kind of comic books, Captain America was super lame. Right. Like, this wasn't something that we would be into. So it's weird to look back on it now and go, yeah, he was kind of dope. He was kind of cool.
1: What worked for me was uh, in the early 2000s, Marvel did, like, these offshoot, universe where it was like the ultimate books right Mm -hmm. and then they made an ultimate avengers book called was called ultimates right Mm -hmm. and captain america was fucking kick ass Mm -hmm. in that in that comic book so like after that i started looking at him in a different light
3: isn't that the one where scarlet witch and quicksilver have an incestuous relationship i mean they
1: kind of do in the main one too
3: isn't that the one where wasp gets eaten by the blob
1: uh that's how that ends. I mean like the the the, the original run where it's like that would be a really cool idea, let's just make it weird. But then you have to keep it going after a while and then it's yeah, just like yeah. it's just the normal Marvel Universe now basically. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of point. complicated continuity and yeah. yeah.
3: Should I have said spoiler alert? No, so nah, no. Fuck it. nah, it's fuck old it. enough. This
2: yeah, this stuff is old. Um
3: You, you know,
1: I thought about the last like the last episode you called spoiler alert and I'm thinking about it now. I don't think I give a shit about spoilers. Fuck you.
3: Uh, uh. Well, I think it was in regard to Suicide Squad. Which yeah, I know. Just came I,
1: out. I, I, I don't care. Fuck them. Yeah, I'm do- my whole my whole podcast is based off of spoiling shit.
2: I, I once thought that if I had a show on Netflix, it would be fun that the titles of every episode was a massive spoiler for that episode. Excellent. James is on my side. I thought that James, I'm not you on your spoilers. side. Spoilers. I do, but I also like confronting my fears. I also like pissing people off.
3: It's no, kinda- do you, Mike?
2: It is kind of fun to just kind of lovingly jibe somebody and troll them a little bit. (laughs) I saw it before you. Yeah. Eat shit. So this book opens with Cap on the new Captain America Sky Cycle air assault vehicle from Playmates. (laughs) Like, what the fuck is this?
1: It's like a Walmart scooter that he can fly (laughs) around in. (laughs) It's like a little
2: rascal. Um, Yeah, he's so it opens with him looking very stern, and he's not pulling it off as he's on his his new air cycle because I, I guess... He's once again lost his super serum powers. He's like, damn, the Divi's are kick ass. <laughs> so remember the last time we looked at a Captain America comic from like five years later than this from the mid 90s and he also was losing his powers?
1: Well, see, maybe that was a common theme. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he was just constantly in fear of losing his powers. Maybe it's a
3: metaphor. I mean, metaphor. That's, a, that is, that's just a common comic book thing.
2: Yeah, but five years apart, having kind of the same major storyline for the same character that close together—that's—it's a little—that's a little much.
1: Notice how he's not concerned about the poor. No. (laughs)
2: Well, he is Captain America.
1: He does. Yeah. Why would he? He's like my sky scooter cost one billion (laughs) dollars.
2: A lot of kids died to make this Sky Scooter.
1: So, like, uh, on the Sky Scooter, there's, like, a suction cup on the front of it where there's, like, a glass windshield to protect yeah. his face. you think they built it originally without one, and he got a lot of bugs in his face? He's like, you need to put a screen up.
2: Yeah. Yes. And they said, dude, why don't you cover your fucking mouth in your costume? And then he broke his person's face. And then the the, the engineer
1: said, let them eat cake. And then yes. Captain America killed him.
3: Yes. So here's something that I don't know. Are okay. they Superheroes in the Marvel Universe subsidii- subsidized by the government at all?
1: Mm. Some Yes. It, not all of them, but well, like. The
2: Avengers are kind of working with the government, are they not? More or yeah, less? Yeah, sort of. But I mean, d- working
3: with and accepting money from are two different things.
0: Yeah.
1: I I don't really know because I I mostly read the Ultimate books. I like, think and they were just like basically shield agents.
2: Yeah, I think most of the funding is provided by the richer superheroes. Not A lot of
1: authoritarianism the in these books. More like
3: the Richards superheroes.
2: <laughs> the Reed Richards, Richards, Richers. <laughs> Weren't they
1: always broke though?
2: Reed Richards and the Fantastic Four. Yeah, I think they he were gave all broke. his money away to fucking Thor and Stingray. Thor doesn't need
1: any money. He needs an apartment. What? No, he doesn't.
3: He absolutely. Where's he gonna live? He goes live in one of his castles. He's a fucking doctor half the time.
2: Yeah, but he's not very good at it.
3: He's gotta have a space <laughs> castle, live, right? No
2: practice suits. Well, you know, GPS uh, actually don't make that much money, and when they have to when they have to pay off all their student loans and all that kind of stuff, they make the equivalent of like twenty two dollars an hour.
3: Why do you think this man from Asgard has student loans? <laughs> well, you, how did he get to be a
1: doctor? You think when he realized he was actually Thor, right? You think he just bailed on his life? Oh
2: fuck this! He was just yeah. like, oh sweet space castle, boy. Oh, I can be Thor or I can be Donald fucking Blake. No, no, he, he bailed. He bailed immediately.
1: I would, if guys, if like I disappear one day, just think to yourselves. Maybe he found out he was Thor.
2: Yeah, that's that's the way. I, whenever I lose somebody in my life, I like to think that they realized they were a mythical superhero and just went off to have adventures.
1: I mean, that could be. I mean, anything's yeah. possible. It's an infinite universe.
3: So I feel like Mike, you would still message us and say, "Hey, guys, realized I'm Thor." T H Y L. No,
1: no, you gotta you no. gotta think about this, right? Like my entire life was no, like meaningless, and I find out I'm Thor. Right. Mm-hmm. And I realized like anything I did in my previous life is kinda of pointless because everyone and I've ever known will be gone in my mm-hmm. perspective would be like a month. Buy ants that I was friends with.
2: Yeah, it's a superman problem. It's a Rachel Ghoul problem.
1: Yeah, I would bail instantly.
2: Yeah. Space castle. Oh, all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's get into this. So, so Cap is—he uh, recaps. <laughs> he recaps for us. <laughs> oh Ew. man, I should have thought that out ahead of time.
3: <laughs> he's uh, called Cappy the entire time, yeah, so he recappies.
2: That's, that's what his nickname. That's why people call him Cap. It's not short for Captain America. It's because he's constantly recapping the adventures.
1: I fucking love dad jokes. Yeah.
2: Uh, so he's recapping and it turns out that there is this new drug on the streets called ice and I guess an ice plant exploded and uh, is it was draining him of his superpowers?
1: He, what happened was, uh, yes, he got exposed to some, ice is also a slang for methamphetamine. So just Which is what I was about to ask, ask is, is. is,
3: is this just meth?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it's just meth. Yeah, it's just and good old meth and cap has a freak out right mm-hmm. and so he runs into like the scientist himself. he goes drain all my blood quick <laughs> i bre- i breathed in <laughs> some meth and they're like what <laughs> Where you, uh, what, does even, what does that even mean? He goes, drain all my blood quick. Okay. And then they pretend to. In the book, we're supposed to believe that they did drain all of his blood and gave him a blood transfusion. And so now he has mm-hmm. normal human abilities. I think they just uh, were like, okay, tell him that we drained his blood and we replaced it.
2: And I think you may be onto something there because he says, without my super serum in my blood, it's drained my physique. I no longer have my super physique. And he bro, looks. To me, like he still has mm-hmm. his fucking Dude, super that, physique, that's which some fucking he fishing. actually
3: fucking says at the end of the comic.
2: Yeah, you're you're fucking fishing, bro. You're a beefcake.
1: I think that they tricked him. He, they're just like, okay, because he's him. like, because he's a super powerful warrior who runs into their office yeah. screaming about needing his blood changed out, and they're like, okay, man, whatever you want.
3: Well, so and I'll put him under think, and do shit.
2: And also, I don't think you can remove a human being's entire blood supply.
3: That might be a thing.
1: Here's the gag for me and James. Like it's like when you're running an audio board mm-hmm. and the client asks you to turn something up and you're just like, okay, and yeah, you don't you, do shit.
2: It's called ghosting. You ghost the pot. Yeah. Right. How's <laughs> that? You did something. Thumbs yeah. up. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. No, no. He's not he's never been the smartest superhero. So, you know. So yeah, that th- bruises- I think
1: he was just I think he was just high on meth. They're yeah. there. That's that's
2: this, like, the idea here clearly was somebody said, like, hey, wouldn't it be fun if Captain America didn't have his powers? And they said, well, well how? how? How would we get to that? They said, just make up some shit. And they reverse engineered this ridiculous blood removal scheme.
3: Well, okay. When was Reagan out? Was that 89 or 90?
2: Well, he would have been out in 89. I mean, okay.
3: he
1: checked out a little earlier. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Right, no like joke. That. But I but again, just to bring this back of like this is Weird. very clearly a war on drugs kind of fucking connection yeah. here. And Why? so I do think that was part because it's heavily anti-Captain America
1: talking about how he doesn't need drugs to be a hero. Look how like fucking successful the drug dealers look. They do this
3: comic twice. does not present them as successful. This comic... They're
1: super rich, fucking ultra buff, badass drug
2: kingpins. Okay, yeah. but this
3: is, okay, so.
2: Again, Mike's the... sympathizing with Nazis.
3: Yeah, so Red Skull and Kingpin have met up. And I guess ICE has been introduced to New York City by Red Skull. Mm-hmm. So, but at the same time, a drug sort of empire is being run by Kingpin. Yeah. So yes. they're fighting over territory. yeah. yeah.
1: And uh, Red Skull wants to destroy America by getting everyone addicted to drugs. And right. the Kingpin says he is going to make America stronger by making the weak get addicted to drugs. Yeah. So
2: what's happening here that's incredible, aside from Mike softening up to Nazis and seeing the value in this idea of just using drugs to-, to uh, I'm
1: not agreeing. I'm saying these guys are super cool. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. It's a, it's a fine distinction.
1: Do you ever watch a movie and you like see the and the bad guy is a fucking monster, but you're like that guy fucking kicks ass. Yeah, he's living his best life. Uh, yeah, um, okay. Like, there's a bad guy in a movie called The Highlander, played by, yeah. and he's played by Clancy Brown, and and he plays a guy called the Kurgan, and he is a fucking monster, but he's having such a great time.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. I understand. It's, it's very easy to be sympathetic with the bad guys. It is. Um, the other thing that happens in this scene, which is incredible, is the kingpin just stumbles ass backwards into explaining the flaw in libertarian philosophy. Yeah, he does. Because <laughs> what kingpin says is that I'm helping society by uh, putting pumping drugs in the system because only the worst of us are going to do the drugs and overdose on the drugs. And it's going to make society better as a whole.
1: That yes. really made King turn Kingpin into a, a just a normal mobster character and into a mass murderer,
2: yeah well he's yeah. he's ignoring as as far as the libertarian aspect of this he's ignoring one the idea that only the worst of us get involved with drugs and two uh that dr- that the best of us don't suffer the consequences of the people who are doing the drugs like they don't yeah. get stabbed by their crazy brother-in-law.
1: he's basically like the CEO of the company that makes fentanyl
2: yeah. yeah. Um it's also interesting. you you can tell that uh Kingpin is a capitalist because he doesn't have a problem working with a Nazi. No no', or no or not not at at negotiating with a Nazi.
3: <laughs> no, he does. He Dude. very clearly says, "I it's, don't want to do this." It's right a tactic. But, he's,
2: but he's doing it, hey, but he's doing it. They're both
1: guilty of the same thing. like if if Kingpin's philosophy is how he really feels, he's he's committing genocide, and like mm-hmm. he yeah. has no right to judge anything that Red Skull does because they're doing the same fucking
2: thing but dude, he does you, you are going out of your way to defend the nazi i'm this not defending
1: <laughs> i'm saying kingpin's as bad as a nazi all right there's do no remember, difference
2: did you guys read ever read the batman spider-man team-up book where even the joker wasn't cool with nazis right you or know like a
1: joker existed yeah. back then he the would joker
2: be... joker said like dude i'm crazy but i'm not going to work with a fucking nazi and he walked away
1: From all right, who? Good, good for him From red, red skull. skull maybe we should do that book
2: Yeah, maybe we should. Yeah, let's put it on the list if if it can sustain another title on that. What if it crumbles into
1: oblivion? Yes.
2: Like it's
1: like a a star that collapses under its own gravitational force.
2: (laughs) Broke a website, yeah. All right. So uh, then Red Skull says, and he kind of sums things up. He says, uh, I want to read this. He says, I believe America to be a weak Morally bankrupt country whose societal underpinnings are being eaten away. It is my goal to speed up that process. Oh, sorry, guys. I had the wrong tab open. That was a that was an internal Reagan memo. Sorry, made me, <laughs> to, made me to read that. Sorry. I thought
1: you were gonna say something I said.
2: Oh, that's something that Mike's like, <laughs> acce- like.
1: Yeah, like a, like an accelerationist philosophy. Uh,
2: well, I mean, you know, I I think you might be a closet Reaganite. Me?
1: Oh, you think so?
2: <laughs> uh, sometimes I just slip into that voice.
1: Sometimes I just sit at home and watch Ronald Reagan movies.
2: And I eat my jelly beans, and I think about how much I hate this country.
1: I'm so glad I got everyone in California addicted to crack cocaine.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, that's sad. So uh, they have this philosophical argument, and then uh, Red Skull says, "Well, neither of us really want to budge on this thing. So how about right here, right now, we have an underpants fight?"
1: How is Red Skull
2: talking? <laughs> I don't
1: know. He doesn't have know. any. doesn't have any lips. He doesn't. wouldn't it just I, be <modifier> Ar-ray-ray-ray-ray.
3: <laughs> or like he has a lisp all of this was said with a lisp yeah
1: maybe he learned to just open his mouth and just speak without moving anything else he just got ventriloquist <laughs> <it. laughs> <inaudible> yeah he just be, he had to learn ventriloquism in order to continue <inaudible>. existing yeah,
3: i don't know i like thinking about him talking. It's like if i do my ice icebreakers
1: right <laughs> <laughs> <mumbles> maybe they should have made him like like use sign language yeah he yeah. can't because he can't speak or he had like a robot box
3: He would probably kill himself because people with disabilities were murdered by the Nazis. He
2: doesn't have a fucking nose. He clearly has disabilities. Dude, his skin must be so dried out. Oh, my God.
3: He's got long-term COVID symptoms. He doesn't smell.
2: He must be in constant agony. I want to see a book with Red Skull and Black Bolt and all these people that have vocal problems and just have them be on a team together and just try to do anything. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and Blackbird's <laughs> trying to whisper and, and Black like he just uh, he just wants to tell Red Skull I can't understand anything you're fucking saying <laughs> wouldn't this comic would be better if like Red Skull's trying to negotiate and, and Kingpin's like what <laughs> like, uh, Kingpin gives his whole philosophy about capitalism and drug dealing and he's thinking he sounds so awesome and he's waiting for Red Skull's rebuttal like it's long and beautiful, like his wording is perfect. And then Brett Skull opens his mouth and goes, Ha ha <laughs> how did you hire people? What if it was like really chummy with like his bodyguards? Like, Oh guys, what's up with this? Like they're his entourage more so. He seems like he would be.
3: Speaking of chummy, though, they decide to strip down before this fight.
1: Yeah, well, they're, they're both evil supervillains that commit genocide. I imagine that right. they don't trust each other.
2: Now, let's talk at the, about them visually here. Um, sure. Okay. First of all, the size of Kingpin's shirt and boxer shorts, like yeah. the amount of material needed to do this—that's a fifteen hundred dollars. This is probably a five hundred dollars shirt normally, and to yeah. out the door. make it his size, out the door five hundred dollars, fifteen hundred dollars to get it that size. They'd have to fold it like a flag. Yeah, that's what most of his crew is there for. Those aren't enforcers. No, they're he doesn't
1: need it. He's, he's a super yeah. tough guy. No,
2: he, he's totally fine. All those people are there to just take care of his clothing and all the and open doors for him and and, and, and uh, widen hallways.
1: Kingpin, yes. and I gotta say, Kingpin's a pretty cool bad guy.
2: He is a pretty cool bad guy. And what people don't know, if you're not a comic book fan, is that he's not fat. No, he's just, he's just super, super
1: muscular, like a power lifter. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. He's, well, he's thick.
1: Yeah, he is thick. He's
3: you no, know, he's muscular, like a sumo wrestler.
2: Yeah, but the sumo wrestlers still have a lot of fat. Like they still have a lot of body fat on top of the muscle, I think. Yeah, he's just but a he's so just does a... Kingpin,
1: it
3: looks like.
2: No, Kingpin's just a cannonball.
1: Yeah, he's got some great genetics for being huge. Yeah, yeah.
3: I assume so the way I always read Kingpin was that he is muscular underneath, but there's still this layer of fat around him that cushions that even. So he feels even less because he's both <sighs> cushioned and strong.
1: Yeah, as long as he as long as he keeps that cardio
2: up. Yeah. yeah. Now, keep in mind, he didn't know this was going to happen. So, this he was wearing white boxer shorts just in general.
1: Right. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, Red Skull comes out dressed like a UFC fighter. <laughs> yes.
2: Red Skull, first of all, is carved up. He looks yeah, great. He looks, I think he's a uh, super
1: soldier, too. I'm not sure.
2: That, that would make sense. And he was wearing, he was in the movie. Okay. And he's wearing some nice black Speedos.
1: Right. I got, he... I, I, Here, I would say something controversial Red Skull is a pretty <laughs> cool uh, super villain. <laughs> you really like the nazi no i love like bad guys like you can't get anything worse than like a nazi so it's like red skull Mm -hmm. would be it's a good idea for a bad guy against captain america
2: yeah red skull works well he's a he's a good character and kingpin's a good character too i like these characters but in
1: reality if this was reality red skull would be captain america's boss
2: (laughs) Yes. yes um so Kingpin uh, tells Red Red Skull, "Why aren't you taking off your mask?" And he goes, "Bro, this is my fucking face." He's do like, you "Believe this? No yeah. way!"
1: Which, Doesn't the healthcare care <laughs> suck?
3: Yeah, well, and I love the fact that he's like, "You can have your men touch it if you want," and he's like, "Yep." He's yep. Kingpin like, is just like, "Oh, yeah, no, they're gonna do that."
1: Oh, what yeah. if he pulled? What if it ends up being a mask and they just pull it right off? And he's like, "Shit!"
2: I didn't f- think he would really take me up
1: on this. Shit! Ah, or, or
3: it's a mask like in the movie. The mask. Oh right, he, oh, he, where, he's yeah. Stanley. Yeah. He
1: turns into Stanley Ipkiss. And you pull yeah. the mask off him. Damn. When he
3: takes it off, he's like fucking super meek. Yep. Yeah. What's happening?
2: <laughs> so, uh so they're standing there, and they're all their other men are circling them, and they agree. They they, they strip down so that they, their men could inspect each other and make sure that there were no weapons, no tricks, nothing like that. Right.
1: What, what if they pull off the mask, right? And it's it, oh, and, and it, they, he's just some dipshit proud boy. <laughs>
2: Uh, that's a controversial take, yeah. Okay. Like the, the founder of Vice.
1: Oh, yeah, that dude. Uh, what's his name? Yeah, it's just him. It's One's
2: Gavin a... McGinnis. Yeah, it's Is Gavin his name?
3: fucking McGinnis. <laughs> <We'll suffer it. laughs> I'm so glad you said that because I'm like, Gavin McGraw? Uh, Gavin no, McGraw. A yeah, it's a
1: big Gavin McGraw. <laughs> that's
3: a singer. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's even, a, even better. That's a non associated with that singer. <laughs> even better.
2: Uh, All right. But- so all of a sudden, a dome drops on the the two of them, and in an impenetrable dome, because the Red Skull had actually had an activator on the heel of his foot.
1: So it's like a force field. I don't know. Or I is it know. like? Or is it like someone had like a plastic dome just hovering above them? That's the
2: thing. Where was this dome before it fell?
1: Uh, like, maybe I think it's like an energy thing. It's like a it, like there's like a blue square in the center of like in between. Red Skull and Kingpin. Maybe it's mm-hmm. like a force field generator.
2: Well, it was either that, or my thinking was uh, they felt confident just hovering it over Kingpin because he can't tilt his neck up to see.
1: Right. He's like It'd he's, like, right he's like he's like Kurt Angle. <laughs>
2: right. Uh, so that happens, uh, and Kingpin and Red Skull decide to engage in a series of locker room pranks, wet willies, and towel snaps, and stuff like that.
1: Like, Just, uh, Red Skull, like, uh, starts the fight immediately with, like, a jump kick to the face.
2: Yeah, yeah. he does. Well, again, like, boys being boys in a, in PE class. It was a great time to be a boy. <laughs> I always had somebody jump kicking me. hi uh, <laughs> So, uh, they they begin their, their fisticuffs. Uh, they seem surprisingly evenly matched.
1: Like, Kingpin grabs uh, the jump kick leg and Red Skull counters by Roundhouse kicking him in the side of the head.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it doesn't really have any effect.
1: No. Yeah. What if it did? What if Kingpin was just really good at like mm-hmm. playing it off, but he is like seriously fucked up.
2: He's yeah, well that's Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what supervillains need to do. They need to fake it.
1: Like his ear starts bleeding. I'm totally fine.
2: Uh, and then Red Skull strikes a great pose. I mean, God, he's ripped. Look yeah, at look these at
1: fucking
3: him. traps. And he God. does
1: take the time to do like a martial arts pose that makes his muscles pop.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. which confuses yeah. me because aren't Nazis super racist?
1: I guess he's more interested in selling drugs now.
2: Yeah, whatever. Any means to an end. You know? I mean, he's
1: been alive for uh, 70 years.
2: The Nazism pro- will change. I it'll, mean, it'll, he, He'll
1: evolve. What if he doesn't care anymore? He's like, oh, I don't do that anymore.
2: Yeah. He's changed his name from uh, Red Skull to Red Cap. <laughs>
1: yeah? yeah, he's MAGA.
2: Yeah, he's the MAGA guy. He's
1: Trump. What if he puts on a Trump wig and runs for president?
2: <laughs> yes uh what what if he does that i don't know what to tell you that's kind of what? what we have we be had...
3: able to notice because he's not orange he's red
2: we yeah. did have an orange skull <laughs> i don't think follicles would grow so we'd know it was a wig i don't think they grow it through his skull
1: i mean trump's wearing a wig right i assume so
2: no you think that's a what who if you could if you're wearing a wig why would you get a wig that looks like that
1: uh right exactly
2: I guess it throws people off the set. Uh-huh. Like, yeah.
1: like, why would he do that if it looks like that?
2: And he's <laughs> like, he's like, I'm a fucking genius. Yeah. Uh, okay, God. He is playing five-dimensional chess with us, isn't But when
3: the wind goes, the, it blows up his comb over.
2: No, it's all part of the, the, the fine handiwork. It's good-ass wig.
1: Whenever someone says 5D chess, I think to myself, I don't even know how to play chess.
2: I know how to play chess, and I'm terrible at it.
1: I'm not good, I at, good uh, at planning ahead or thinking things out.
2: That's honestly what trips me up too, and I love planning ahead, but for some reason I can't do it in chess. All
1: right.
2: So then we flash over to Avengers headquarters, and we see that Diamondback has discovered that Captain America is left. He's supposed to be getting some bed rest on account of not having blood. <laughs> right, right, He's he's still freaking out from that meth. Yeah. <laughs> Who's in theory whose blood did they give him? I don't
1: know. Like just. Well, they didn't. <laughs> I know I realize
2: that the subtext here is that it never happened. But the
1: comic makes more sense if they did if it they just didn't do it. <laughs>
2: it does. Yeah. They so don't they re- say
1: they don't say that they didn't.
0: No, <laughs>
2: they do deny
0: it,
1: yeah.
2: And
3: they say that he's weak.
2: Right. Because yeah. he's
1: coming down from a fucking Gack bender.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he's messed up, man. So they're like, all right, we gotta go find out where he is, right? Maybe they
1: should have just told him that his superpower has been just fucking Adderall this whole time.
2: So I guess the fight with the kingpin and Red Skull is taking place where at uh, Yankee Stadium,
1: right? And, so and the lights are on, like they the turned on all the lights.
3: Is that where what that mark is in between? Is that just a um, plate? But because you, you brought up the blue thing between them, is that just a plate?
1: Oh yeah, you're right. Oh good, good catch.
2: So uh, Crossbones sees what he thinks might be Captain America and decides, oh shit, I better go. I better go look into
1: it. Really, track. he can't mm-hmm. see anything because it looks like he doesn't have any eyes. His mask but doesn't he can make any
3: still sense. cock his eyebrows his non-existent eyebrows
1: it's spider-man yeah. physics
2: yes yeah. it's the rock physics
3: it's everything physics
2: so crossbones goes to investigate and he runs into Captain America
3: who
1: doesn't think to hide
2: no no well why you know he, he needs to show that he still is in command of his of his awesome body his
3: pupils well, are huge cap mentions that he did not win super well. Against yes, even crossbow.
2: when he had so he had his super serum in his blood and barely won and now he doesn't have it and he's fighting him at two in the morning when they're both probably very sleepy
1: so he's probably like uh, I need to hit him as hard as I can since I don't have super soldier serum so he like hits uh, crossbones across the jaw killing him instantly.
2: Right, why didn't he just, because he saw Crossbones coming, because he's, he's waiting for him. Why didn't he just throw his vibranium shield at Crossbones' neck the second he saw him and get this over with?
1: He probably thinks he doesn't. He can't catch it anymore.
2: Mm, mm. Yeah, and then well, he pulls,
1: off, pulls out a sidearm and shoots him.
2: I mean, this happens to all men at a certain age, all super soldiers at a certain age. They just can't catch that shield anymore.
1: I don't understand. Like, what's the difference between you're a super soldier with an indestructible shield that you use to hit people in the face with? Yes. Like, like what? At that point, what's the difference between that and a gun?
2: Uh, Murder range. Well,
1: I mean, like, you, Captain America, if he hits a normal person with the edge of his shield and he has superpowers, we can lift up a car. Mm-hmm. That guy's dead.
3: I think I mean, the idea there is that they can control the the excessive power. Well,
2: you can if do I, that with rubber bullets.
1: If I went fairly slowly mm-hmm. and, and hit you across the face with a frying pan, it's still going to make a thud, and you're going to go, ow!
2: Right. I mean, if we're being realistic, the reason is that it's Comics Code Authority. It was You, you could get away with a, basically a bullet in the shape of a shield, but you couldn't get away with an actual gun.
1: It looks like he knocks his teeth out.
2: Yeah, so, little, yeah so, little, little so so, Crossbones says that Red Skull has reserved the right to kill Captain America, but Crossbones can still beat, that, beat the hell out of him, and so that's yep. what's going to happen.
1: And pull his pants down.
2: Mm-hmm. Spank him.
1: Who's the king of America now?
2: <laughs> and then Crossbones actually, he kind of stumbles on something interesting, because he grabs Captain America's shield while it's on Captain's arm, and I, I realize, like, yeah, his shield is vibranium or whatever it is, but the strap's just like a strap.
1: Yeah, wouldn't, right, wouldn't it just tear off? Yeah, just rip it off. Yeah, rip it off.
2: Yeah, I don't know why you didn't just rip that off. But um, So the fight continues. Meanwhile, the fight downstairs between uh, the Nazi and the Libertarian is continuing as well.
1: Right, but really there's pointing at each other like that Spider-Man meme.
2: Yeah, because they're they're kind of the same, yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a cool-looking fight. They're so different physically.
1: Yeah, it's great. This is yeah. a great comic book fight, actually. Yeah.
2: yeah, this is good.
3: And it's a fun, different matchup of like, here are two different abilities yeah uh let's see it's kind of like do you guys remember in wizard magazine where they would set up the fights
2: yes it yeah. reminds me of that yeah this is a great fight for a an audio medium i gotta say like
1: uh this is a nice change because usually i'd say most of the comics we do if there's a fight scene in it you can't tell what's happening
2: no yeah yeah
1: like, here uh, you can tell exactly what's happening.
2: I, and I don't get super worked up about it, but it is nice to appreciate good choreography once in a while.
1: Like, it's yeah. really good. Like, this would be cool in a movie. And yeah.
3: kudos to them for never touching their dicks. Because, yeah. like, somebody could have others. done a literal low blow. What with yeah, the Nazi and another fucking eugenics whatever.
1: I bet you Kingpin would take it if you grabbed his balls and that's squeezed what I was gonna it. Say. I bet he'd fucking take it and karate chop your neck.
2: First yeah. of all, how big does Kingpin's hog need to be to to fit in with his size proportionally and not look I ridiculous? Bet,
1: I bet his dick is so big that he doesn't got to worry about mm-hmm. anyone grabbing his balls because they got to get past that fucking meat monster.
2: Yeah, it's like the dragon guarding the cave.
1: Right. That's, there's a reason why he didn't wear his Speedos because he can't.
2: Yes. It just rips right out of it. It probably can't get fully erect. Because...
1: I bet it does. I bet it gets fully. Er- I bet it's erect most of the time.
2: <laughs> the the blood flow necessary. I would think it would just it would put him on his back. I don't think that's. A, I don't think
1: has a problem.
2: I mean, like, he's uh, got
3: money. For all we know, he can insh- like fucking inject blood directly into his dick.
1: Right. That makes sense. What if it's just average? Oh, no. Be so I, it it no. probably
3: is with like super saggy testicles.
1: I mean, eventually, I think at this point in his career, though, that they're firm.
2: Yeah, he gets it, he gets it tightened like Botox every couple of years.
1: All right, it's got like a it's got like a zipper on it. Yeah, well, Botox
3: thing. would just make it not wrinkly. <laughs> well,
1: oh yeah, right. You kinda, what do you, what do you do to make your ball sack smaller?
2: You kind of you tie it in, in okay, steroids. So, so I remember uh, when. Andy Richter would talk about being on Conan and he would be sitting in the far seat. And so he would have these Hollywood guests on sitting in the front seat. And so Andy Richter would be looking at the back of their head. And oftentimes in the back of his head, he could see the surgery where they'd kind of like pulled the skin taunt and there's like a scar in the back of the head where they just kind of like tied it up like a balloon. Is so, that how they do that? I mean, no. it's part of it, I guess. Yeah, they just tie your skin up and make it tighter like that. And so that's I imagine fucking
1: in, that's it insane. Is, it is
2: insane. I imagine they do that with a the scrotum. They tighten it up because who looks at the back of a scrotum? You tighten it up.
1: Let's make a pact that none yeah. of us do that. Deal. No uh, matter how old and wrinkly and ugly we become. Like To ourselves
2: not... or just like for money?
1: No, and, and no matter what, in any situation, it's like that's fucking weird.
3: Wait, I'm confused. Are we agreeing to never Botox our balls?
1: Yeah. Yes. No, or I mean any, like or anyone uh, else's. I mean slicing the back of our hairline and yanking our faces up.
3: Oh yeah, no, I can agree to yeah. that. I'll, it, I'll it, eventually like, get Botox, but just
2: be old. It's called moisturizer, fucking people. Just put some moisturizer on once a day, you'll be fine. And stop smoking, by the way. That's not doing you any favors.
1: That's just not be, I I had the benefit what? of Ow. going I had the benefit of going bald and going gray at a very early age, so mm-hmm. now like I've had years of looking old. Mm-hmm. So now mm-hmm. I'm just like who cares? Because now mm. all my friends are in their late 30s, and they're starting to look old, and they're freaking out. I'm oh. like,
2: I've been looking old my whole life. Oh, no, yeah. I'm, I'm looking great. I'm looking more distinguished as time goes on.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah. like wine.
2: Yeah. Well, it takes... I have, a, I have like a 20-minute nighttime routine. I'll be honest. Do, it's, it's, do you? It's a lot yeah. of potions and lotions to keep things going.
3: Yeah. You want to know what my nighttime routine is? Yeah. I go to bed.
1: Wow, James. You're a fancy lad.
2: Yeah, you know, there's a psychological benefit of liking He's a you look. sexy boy. Look,
3: Sexy uh, All right,
2: fine. fine. Uh, your Oh, no. No, it's, there is a, look, I've never liked the way I looked until recently, and it has to do with working out and taking care of myself and and dressing myself like an adult instead of a giant six-foot baby. And, you know, there's a psychological benefit to feeling good about that. If somebody can feel good without that, that's awesome. But, you know, I, I find that uh, it's nice to feel good about the way I look.
1: I agree. When I uh, got in good shape, uh, I felt way better about myself.
2: It's all part, yeah. It's all part of just taking care of yourself. Which
1: leads to getting laid more, which also makes you feel better about yourself. It's a
2: positive spiral.
1: Yeah, it's that's a positive. It's a positive yeah. spiral. Yeah. It's still a spiral, though.
2: It's the it's the
1: final Nine Inch Nails album. It's still maddening and frightening. Yes. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah. Existentially, it's still terrifying. Yeah.
1: It never goes. That never goes yeah, away. It Never goes away. Nothing matters, and it never. I don't know will. what I would do without that. Yeah. Right. It takes the pressure off for me.
2: hmm. hmm. So, okay. Anyway, so these two fights continue. Kingpin lets out a, an ee-ah. Because it's uh, just terrifying. Because
1: Red Skull got past his fucking huge dick and grabbed his balls.
2: <laughs> how many calories must this guy eat in a day? Uh, I'm like, going to say 10,000. I'm going to say 8 to 10,000. Yeah. It's, let's look it's it gonna up. It's going to have to be a lot. Okay. Let's look up how much Kingpin uh, eats a day. Kingpin eats per day. Let's there see if go. there's anything about there that. Yeah uh marvel uh, kingpin it. oh man power lifted as well as eating whatever he wanted right, well,
1: the... eating whatever he wanted could be a lot
2: yeah i mean some people get full what if he's got a small stomach
1: wait a minute wait a minute you're telling me if i power lift i can just eat whatever i want whenever i want
2: i think that's more or less true but Jeez. you have to really do
1: it well that's no problem
2: i mean well you have to go to the you actually have to go to the gym you can't just do uh, you know you can't just do it in your apartment no
1: more hundreds of push-ups.
2: Yeah. Let's see. I'm, I'm skimming through this list. Twelve things you didn't know about Kingpin, and some of them I already did know. Uh, I say as I push the glasses up my nose. I love
1: one, one of them was like he tried to live a peaceful life. Here he's selling
2: meth to kids. Yeah. I tell you what, we'll try to find out, and maybe we'll revisit this next nah, week because there's nah. a lot he, to dig through. He eats a lot. He eats a lot for sure. All right. Um. So the fight continues. It's great. Uh. They're having their locker room brawl here and uh the red skull thinks he's got it he blinds kingpin jumps on kingpin's feet this has zero effect this was like his power move and it did not work
1: and he stomps his feet and uh, K- uh kingpin gives him a bear hug and falls forward wow that's all and he this, does this,
2: this is how he ends the fight he just falls onto kingpin and, or onto red skull and red skull knows that uh he will never have children
1: red skull is screaming get off me all he says
2: rawr, rawr.
1: Rawr, 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 rawr. Rawr. Right. He, he can't like he can't submit. He doesn't yeah. have lips. He can't talk.
2: Yeah, he can't. He can't do anything like he's got a guy for that, but he's outside the fucking dome.
1: Right. And uh, uh the, we go back to Captain America and Red Skull fighting and mm-hmm. uh, uh the, like Captain America's having an internal dialogue about how he's not strong enough to fight him. But I think he should notice by now that their fight is going how all their fights went. Because if this super soldier serum ain't working, he ain't taking a punch to the face from a guy that size. Crossbones yeah. is gigantic.
2: Yeah, yeah, his arms are thicker than my skull. Like, it's why huge. didn't
1: Red Skull like just say, "You got to fight Crossbones here, not me"? Yeah.
2: Clearly. Well, Crossbones is an idiot, so he could be he could be beaten, you know, mentally. But that's not what Captain America tries.
1: I guess, but look how fucking and here Captain America kills him.
2: So Captain America decides to beat him by grabbing the tails on the back of his mask and pulling his mask away so that his eye, his eye slits aren't uh, lined up with his eyes. And then he just he just karate chops him in the throat.
1: Like It makes the sound thack. He hits him so hard because like, that's the sound of his neck cr- becoming obliterated.
3: He's, he's I mean, flexing. It, it was a good plan.
2: Dude, he's flexing his 20-inch bicep as he brings his hand down with all of his might. Like, he's dead.
1: What you gonna do, brother, when Hulk Hogan karate chops their
2: neck so hard you die? <laughs> dun, 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 <laughs> dun, 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 Christ, I just murdered this man. I gotta get the fuck out of here. He's
1: like, well, I didn't have my super soldier serum, so I had to kill him because there's no way for me to subdue him.
2: You saw it, right? I had no choice. The scientists
1: are in their lab, and they're like, hmm. Like, you think we have any side effects by telling Cap that uh we switched out his blood and now he doesn't have powers. It was, That's, "Nah, it'll be fine." What if he like uses his full strength and, overcompensate, ki- and yeah. kills the guy and they get real quiet. And they put down their cards cuz they're playing a card game. Well, he's not going to kill anybody important, is he? They're like, "Oh shit."
2: Then uh, Kingpin uh, has Red Skull down. Uh, Red Skull gives up. And then Kingpin says, why shouldn't I just pop your head like a fucking zit right now? And he goes, well, because you're in this dome. How are you going to get out of the dome? And Kingpin is a wise man and says, oh, yeah, you're right. And they stop fighting.
3: This is. I have talked about before how there is this amalgam comic that fucking haunts me. Mm -hmm. It keeps showing up in like if I get gifted singles, it you know it's stuck in my memory and it, it involves the amalgamation of whatever kingpin was yeah. blended with and popping out the eyes of someone mm-hmm. and he mentions doing it in this comic
2: yeah, it's a signature move yeah, oh. he's an eye popper. Yeah, apparently it, what do you think's keeping that dick up what if he <laughs> pops those <laughs> eyes oh
1: what if you think what if he's like a, like a secretly a pro wrestler that's why they did it at an arena? Right, and he like he wears puts on a mask, and he's the eye popper.
2: Yeah, well, he probably didn't pick the location because he would have known about the fucking dome.
1: Oh yeah, right.
2: So then the dome dissolves.
1: Right, and then he kills Red Skull instantly.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Why not now? Right. Uh, So Red Skull agrees to having lost, but he says uh, the agreement was you still need to pay me a certain amount, and I'll I'll reach out to you. I'll send you an invoice, and he leaves. Yeah, pretty much. The
3: agreement was here: either I take over part of the city, or you give me money.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, but still, it's that's uh, um, amongst thieves and criminals. That's kind of a that's kind of the way things go. Gotta get something for your trouble.
1: He uh, so he gets dressed and Captain America realizes like, oh shit, I'm really tired.
2: Were you guys shooting a fucking porno down here? What the fuck was this? He's like, that fight was awesome so uh captain walks up to kingpin and says hey guys i was just upstairs not killing crossbones what's going on here
1: he's like i'm and, down uh, here not killing red skull <laughs> <laughs> and then they laugh yeah
2: they high five we're yeah, both I, americans <laughs> we have the same boss uh and so uh jeff Kingpin's, bezos <laughs> kingpin explains that no no no, i got rid of the nazis so actually they should they should throw a braid for me i did a great job today he's
1: like oh shit, he's right yeah, <laughs> and, so, and the next day there it's like Fisk Day and he's like in a convertible shit. waving with like confetti being thrown and Captain America's just watching going shit
2: I didn't get to take anybody to jail he goes
1: I made I got that law changed because I wanted the parades
2: George Bush is gonna be so mad at me is George Bush president this time? yeah it's gonna be 1990
1: I think he'd be really good buddies with the Kingpin yeah they're like oh I'll see you at Epstein's right you sure will <laughs>
2: Uh, but Kingpin can't fit on the plane. He has to take his own.
1: No, right. That's why he's not in the ledger.
2: Yeah, yeah that's how he escaped. Uh, so uh, then uh, Diamondback and, and Hank Pym show up to talk to Captain America and, uh, and say, hey, what's going on here? Did you happen to kill any supervillains? And Cap says, what? No.
1: You didn't kill anybody, did you? Because we were lying about the whole... Blood transfusion thing.
2: You were high on meth and
1: you were scaring the shit out of us.
2: (laughs) No, it's okay. It's all right. I I figured it out and I didn't do anything crazy, so it's fine.
1: And they asked Diamond back and they're like, Does Cap ever hit you?
2: (laughs) Yeah. And then Crossbones' corpse falls through the skylight and lands right next to them what what's that (laughs) Uh, oh boy oh that's crazy! that's crazy right red skull must have did that on his way out of here oh boy he must have been
1: mad because i got past him or something
2: (laughs) uh so what really happens is uh they tell captain america good news we filtered out your blood uh and i've just got this big bucket here i can put your blood back in your body He goes,
1: goes, no thanks, I'm drug-free now, and (laughs) I'm going to stay stay drug-free, despite the fact I look like fucking John Cena.
3: (laughs) This is crazy. How fucking stupid are you as a superhero to think, "Eh, I probably shouldn't have some sort of insurance on this?
2: Yeah. He's he's still going to be more effective with the serum.
1: I think he's more stupid because he's like, you guys are going to transfer my blood, right? (laughs)
2: like, yeah, sure, we can absolutely do that, buddy.
1: With what? (laughs) (sighs) we don't don't have any fucking blood do you okay no
3: (laughs) here's where i'm confused by the ending is Mm -hmm. captain america says i don't want the blood i don't need it because i'm just like i'm just as good right now and so they say you sure and he says hey if i can't just say no who can yeah his fucking super serum is not the same as crack
1: it's still Mm -hmm. drugs
3: it's, okay, yeah, it's still drugs, but, it, again, it's like, oh, it's still drugs in the same way that, like, chemo is still yeah. drugs.
1: You can use recreational drugs uh, responsibly as a, an aid in your life. You can.
3: I'm not saying you can't. I'm saying that he is a, he, this is an, uh, an unequivalent thing. He's trying, trying to equate these drugs, false and it's like,
1: nah. I've done a few things that uh, help me stay awake, if you know what I'm saying.
3: Again, not the same thing.
2: I'd like to believe that after this scene, uh, Hank Pym goes back to Avengers Mansion and he's just pouring out the super blood down the sink. Yep.
1: Movie starts chugging it.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, what'd they do with the blood?
1: And then he accidentally accidentally gets Cap's hepatitis.
3: They just hold on to it just in case. Cap, did you have
1: hepatitis? He goes, yeah, we didn't wear condoms in the 40s. He like lifts it up into the like so you see it in the panel and the blood splashes a little bit because it's in like a bucket. It's getting over. I brought it with. You still want uh. it? <laughs> they're dipping their, they're dipping sandwiches into it like it's soup. <laughs> I feel uh. great. <laughs> so
2: that's how that ends. But there's a backup story.
1: Yeah, right? with super shredded dudes with huge
2: dicks. <laughs> so yep. this is a backup story uh, called Grave Concerns. Also written by Mark Reinwald. Art by Mark Bagley, who I always knew as a Spider-Man guy in the 90s. I believe he also drew that Batman Spider-Man comic. And that Dan, makes sense. Yeah. And Dan Panosian. Yeah, this definitely looks like Spider-Man art from the 90s. Yeah, Ooh. they always made him super hot. Yeah. These guys are
1: these guys are laughably shredded.
3: They are. <laughs> so- <laughs> they are. They are more shredded than Red Skull. Uh, and,
1: yeah, and he was pretty fucking shredded,
2: dude. This dude, Battlestar, has a twelve
1: pack. Look dude, at this. He's, he's very ricocheted.
2: Yes, yes. He's got he's got abs on his fucking side, dude. He's covered in abs. So, so this story, this is uh, the end of another story, or, or or it's it's a continuation of another story, and we've got this dude, Battlestar, who I've never seen before,
1: right? He's dressed like us, like like he's a superhero, but also a cowboy.
2: Well. I actually found out something kind of interesting about, about about Battlestar here. So we've also got this other guy, U.S. Agent, right, and he was the replacement Captain America for a time. So he made uh, this other dude, who is now going by the name Battlestar, his Bucky while he was Captain America. I right? bet he
1: did make him his Bucky. He,
2: okay, all right. That's- if let's say
1: hypothetically oh, that either of you was either of these characters, right? Pick one, right? And your best friends, how are you not having sex with each other?
2: uh i mean not being a homosexual i guess they are the... too
1: fucking good looking it's insane i
2: mean i guess there's a there's probably a code about that kind of thing right
1: no they're jerking each other off in the fucking well, u.s agent mobile
2: i guess there's Midnighter and apollo you know they, oh, get, yeah. on. they get it on. they had
1: a beautiful relationship they're, they're i love those guys i yeah. know i love i loved they, their relationship in the they, in the they the weren't stories.
2: gay until they they weren't gay until they saw each other
1: damn right
2: <laughs> oh fuck you gay now uh, yes, sir. Yeah, those guys are lovely. I'm Call, a big me, fan ba- call me Battlestar. I sure Actually, will. The uh, Joe Orlando Midnighter series is really good. Somebody should pick that up.
1: It one. looks like my handprint is right. on Battlestar's junk. All right,
2: He has a... He has, all right, it's great.
1: Like, I'm reaching through the TV and just, <laughs> like, just put my hand it. on that package.
2: All right. So now... Okay. So anyway, anyway, when uh, they were Captain America and Bucky... I guess a bunch of people wrote in to Mark Grunwald and told him uh, that actually, and I did not know this. This is another edition of things white people didn't know. Uh, I guess the term Buck or Bucky is a derogatory term but when, when applied to black people. Really? I did, I did not know that. I had no Why? no idea about that. I don't know. I was too uncomfortable to go looking any further.
1: Let's look right now. Let's no, find out.
2: No. No. I'm putting putting my foot down on gotta, that Got
1: to be brave, James.
2: Uh No. Uh, And so Mark Runwald did not know this, and out of sympathy, he decided not only to change the character's name to Battlestar, but actually to write it in to the story that he was changing it because that was a racially insensitive term. But they kept it in the movie. Yeah, which is weird. Maybe it's okay if it's applied to a white person, but when you apply it to a black person, it it has derogatory connotations? I'm not sure. Because, yeah, they definitely use that in the fucking movies. So, like, yeah,
1: you're right. There is... It's kind of a racial slur, but it's also... Uh, like a gay like code word i guess oh wow like uh, calling each other calling each other a buck i guess
2: dude when you are a, uh or when buck, you're straight or, or,
1: or buck naked
2: Ooh. The, the the amount of things a straight white guy in this country is just ignorant of is insane
1: well i never had to deal with it
2: yeah i've never i've never had to face my own prejudices and, and privileges
1: i have i have yeah, extreme uh, privileges
2: I, yeah i don't care for this and I don't, i'll call I don't it care for this awakening
1: i'll say extreme privileges
2: yeah, yeah. We've had it pretty good.
1: Except living with the guilt.
2: Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think there's uh, quite a few people who would trade in their lived American experience for some guilt. I think they'd make that trade.
1: I feel guilty about everything all the time.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. How do we get back into this? Okay. So
1: let's, let's talk about Battlestar's junk.
2: So, <laughs> Battlestar is packing. He Dude. looks great.
1: Dude. And it does
3: look like there's a handprint on it.
1: Right, mine. It does. It does. Right. It's, you it's, got sm- some
3: fucked up hands. Then. It's
1: smudged, though, because I licked it
3: or moved it around (laughs) okay
2: okay all right i think we've established this i think we've set a scene here yeah so i
3: guess dr
2: malice and who's the other guy's name what's the other villain fucking robo wolverine i couldn't tell
1: what the fuck that was (laughs) so
2: these two villains have abducted people that were already augmented and they've been de-augmenting them into like normal humans i guess that's not bad yeah well it is they it was against their will And so Battlestar and U.S. Agent have broken up the ring, and they're forcing Dr. Malice to uh, uh, re-augment all these people.
1: And Battlestar Mm -hmm. uh, shrugs his traps and the roof caves in.
2: (laughs) He looks looks great.
1: Look at that. How many shrugs a day is he doing?
2: Mm -mm. Yeah, that's great um and so uh the, the u.s agent is kind of cruel and uh he's actually if you didn't know u.s agent is actually a super conservative right-wing guy all right if we didn't john know walker. that yeah john walker yeah he hilarious. used to be
3: captain america
2: hilarious yes well that was kind of intentional you know that's a, that's a fun thing to do
1: and they they fired him for being captain america because he kept bursting through the suit with his muscles
2: yeah just with his conservative powers mega strength go Like all, like, see, like all, like, extreme
1: conservatives, like, uh, they're secretly gay.
2: (laughs) What? Uh, No, 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 that's going to take a lot of unpacking. We'll just keep going. So uh, they kind of wrap this whole scene up, and it's really not relevant to the rest of the story. Oh,
1: my God, they actually do have a U.S. agent mobile.
2: Yeah, yeah. I was kidding. (laughs) No, they get into the uh, U.S. agent mobile. And, which is uh it's just like a corvette with a big star on the hood
1: maybe it's Battlestar's yeah. car american that, made
2: it looks more like battlestar's car battlestar is the one driving so yeah it so it's sense. probably his yeah. yeah yeah for insurance purposes he can't let us agent drive probably
1: right cuz he's cuz he's a psychopath
2: <laughs> yes so they have a discussion about the fact that uh U.S. agent used to be John Walker, and he changed his name to Jack Daniels Hilarious. to become U.S. agent. Get it? He was
1: Johnny Walker, and now, and he's, now Jack he's Jack Daniels. Daniels.
3: Oh, my God. Yeah. I didn't put two and two together with Fucking that. Genius. Great, great characters. Bravo. Genius. Bravo, and writers. S-
2: and so uh, U.S. agent tells Battlestar, why did you tell me? My parents are dead. I talked to them on the phone. I-, I know they're alive. And Battlestar explains to him that somebody messed with your head and like put these false memories he's in. L- your parents are super dead.
1: He's like, sorry, dude, we've been playing a joke.
2: Yeah, it, it, we realize now it was in bad taste. I've been pretending
1: to be your mom this whole time.
3: We <laughs> went on Reddit, am I the asshole? I'm the asshole.
2: Uh, so I'm, I'm apologizing. I'm going to let you drive my car. You can borrow it anytime you want.
1: It's like, sorry, just like sometimes you superheroes, you get kind of insane when you get news that you don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. It's like Captain America. One time, he got so high on meth that that they convinced him that they replaced his blood just to get yeah. him to chill out. Well, I've been pretending to be your mom this whole time.
2: <laughs> he killed Crossbones for like no reason.
1: Like we can't have that. Well, they also refused to turn the supervillain back into a human, even though he was clearly <laughs> in extreme pain.
2: Yes, yeah, yeah, they did. They did. And after they, they lied to him. Yeah, that happened earlier in the uh, Yeah, story. yeah, we're gonna funny.
1: we're gonna take away the thing that makes you a
2: super criminal. The psych. Yeah. Why isn't US US agent should be hooked up with Red Skull? Like this guy looks like a Nazi. Right? Blonde hair, blue eye. Jesus God. I mean,
1: he could hook up with Kingpin too. Yeah, whatever. Well, like, he, has, again, he he is working for the US government, so like there you go. Perfect. Yeah.
2: Again, all these people answer to the same couple of people.
1: Right. Pfizer.
2: Uh, and so <laughs> and so uh uh, uh Jack Daniels is like, I, I can't go investigate whether or not my parents are dead. It will blow my cover. Battlestar says, well, I can go do that. I'm going to do a favor for you because somehow we're friends, even though we have we clearly have nothing in common.
1: Yeah, he went in there and, uh, yep, yeah, found out yeah. that they're dead. And they went to the cemetery and uh, uh, they hugged and kissed a little. You think <laughs> they work out together, too? They have a lot in common, though. They really should date.
2: Well, they wear the same trench coat. Yep. Like, they, they go to the, the graveyard wearing the same trench coat. They see that U.S. agent's parents are dead. I don't know why the tombstone convinced them, but the tombstone convinced them.
1: Comic books in the 80s and 90s really over-exaggerated the use of trench coats.
2: hmm Yeah. Well, well it, we saw last week. It was Kane, like, his whole personality was based around that trench coat.
1: You think yeah. you think superheroes in comics wear a lot of trench coats because it covers up their costume?
2: I just think it looks like you have a cape on, but it's it's socially acceptable.
1: Right. Well, I'd rather have a cape with sleeves.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, if you go to Philadelphia, you'll still see men walking around in capes. Really? Yeah, they're they're usually Ben Franklin tour guides, but you will we'll see them. Weirdos. Yeah, man, keeping let's, that torch alive. Let's
1: drive up on one and throw some garbage at them.
2: <laughs> yes. Uh, that's it. That's how all this ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had a good time. What'd you guys think?
1: Uh, I liked it a lot. Nine stars.
2: Wow. Nine battle stars. Woo hoo! Shay. It
3: was fine. Average. Really? Right.
2: I don't know. I, I enjoyed this a lot. Um, I don't know. I just had a lot of fun. It was a very dynamic book. Uh. Four out of five wet towel snaps.
0: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> boys will be boys. There you
1: go. Damn like, right.
2: Uh, ask Dennis Hastert.
1: You know, play a little grab ass. No. I,
2: I went to that high
1: school where that happened.
2: Yeah. We, we brought it up on like six episodes. Isn't but it cr- is worth noting. It's so fucking crazy. They still have his pedophile chair
1: in the gym. I met that man. He was at my what? aunt's Thanksgiving.
2: Yeah, he had a chair. I believe. Again, I think we've, we've we've had this exact discussion several times. But yeah, he had a chair that he set up in the boys' locker room to like watch the boys as they would change.
1: Yep, shower. And
3: they still have it.
2: No, no, they no, probably don't no,
3: still have that, it. Oh, a, they, that was a they, joke. They
2: donated it to the Smithsonian. All right. Yeah.
1: Crazy. I get uh, jokes. Crazy. Yeah, I get jokes. He did commit genocide too. Let's not. Let's not. Mm-hmm. overlook that his his uh responsibility to the iraq war
2: well did you see uh w tweeting out something about how, how he feels awful for the afghan people
1: maybe you should have like, left him alone
2: yeah, yeah maybe you shouldn't have started this shit 20 years ago
1: well wait, we, well the pharmaceutical companies had to get their opium <laughs> you ain't gonna get in other ways uh well they God. got li- they got lithium too
2: bonus I fucking hate W the way Mike's dad hates, hates Reagan.
1: I mean really though like W was just there as a puppet for Dick Cheney.
2: I I know. It's representative of that whole that whole group of disgusting it, skeleton it, men. He was legit
1: there just because that way Dick Cheney would do horrific things and then they wouldn't blame the government cuz they would look at George W and be like, "Well, he's too stupid to do shit he's, like that." Yeah,
2: he's too dumb.
1: No, the CEO of Halliburton stole America.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So that's enough of that. All uh, right. The pe- I think kids listening
1: are like boomers,
2: <laughs> fucking boomers.
3: Go listen about to Rock Politics. Against Bush volumes one and two, kids.
1: What does this have to do with TikTok? I like a Tic Tac. <laughs> I like <laughs> unboxing videos. I put I put them in my mouth because I like TikTok so much. I just swallow all the Tic Tacs in the house. My mom stopped buying them.
3: Everyone, go look up the song Franco and American. I like
2: videos where people react to watching other videos.
1: I do too, though. <laughs> Yeah, I do. do. I relate a lot to uh, Gen Z's. I'm also uh, lazy and entitled.
2: <laughs> All right. Uh, what are
1: we doing next week? All uh, right. Now, uh, I tell what i do this week, apologizing to fucking <laughs> Damn it. to Zoomers. I like you guys. I'm just kidding. Yeah. We love everybody. I'm just kidding. Please listen and
2: subscribe. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess I'll tell people what we're doing next week because right, my shit I, ain't doing it.
1: I already forgot. Yeah.
2: Okay. Well, and you also picked it. No, no, no. This was a request. Oh, right. We're
1: doing a request from uh, old comics from Twitter. Yeah,
2: old That's comics right. on Twitter. I'm
1: sorry. Yeah, yeah. I remember now.
2: Was was uh, old comics on Twitter. Uh, you can follow them for more comic book bullshit. Thank
1: um, you, old comics. Mine are all like silly memes, though. You ain't getting nothing from me. Uh,
2: yeah, they requested that we take a look at another Grunwald comic, uh, one of the issues that Mark Grunwald wrote of Quasar. Uh, he wrote the first nine issues of Quasar, I believe. Um, and so we're going to take a look at issue number five from 1989. Should I tell people why I chose this issue? Let's just show us the cover at very least. Well, it's not on the cover, but I'll, I'll show you anyway.
1: I want to see Quasar it. Quasar
2: issue five. It might have some. jokes. Although there is something else fun on the cover. There's another character have... we've never seen before that I think will be fun to look at. I have some
1: jokes about it. So you don't even know.
2: So on here, it's Jeez. a book. Uh, it says Acts of Vengeance, and it's got the Absorbing Man going cosmic. And he grows on a Quasar. bunch of.
1: He grows a bunch of nipples.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's got leprosy, I guess. Covered um, in nipples.
3: Or he's been doing cupping.
2: Yeah, he has. Oh, ooh. Um, Yeah, cupping these balls. All right,
1: cu- cupping Battlestar's balls in my mouth.
2: Yeah. You
3: guys have
2: uh, a fashion. Yeah. <laughs> but the reason I picked this one, I'll say it right now, it has a cameo appearance by one of our favorite characters of all time, the greatest Avenger who's ever lived, Stingray.
1: Yeah, Stingray's great.
3: Yeah, we are a Stingray stan podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. rock. Yeah, we are the Stingray Restoration Society.
1: All right, we're gonna get him in those movies.
2: Yeah, well, he's, he's coming up next. It's him and that that fucking cowboy tornado guy.
1: Come on, yeah, right. I want him. Yeah, he's gonna be my Disney Plus show. Yeah, Phantom Lady production.
2: And after that, we've got something fun for September. Uh Whee! But I, yeah, we won't talk about that just yet. Nah, but that's gonna we we're gonna won't. have a fun theme month after that. Yeah, we will. Um, closing plugs. You gotta body slam that subscribe button with your finger, I guess. Hey yeah, do, and, brother. Uh, Darksidescouch.com uh, or wherever else you get your podcast. And we want your comic book requests at Darksidescouch yeah, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. I think that's it. Does anybody got anything they want to add? I
1: want those requests. I want them.
2: Want them. I also want them. I also
1: want Battlestar to come up behind me and rest his uh, dick on my shoulder. And I turn to it and I go, hey there. What's that there? And give a little poke.
2: <laughs> What's this little fella? What's
1: going on there, buddy?
2: <laughs> Shay.
3: According to the internet, a uh, the 1970 kingpin thing where he put the tracker on Spider-Man helped in, uh, helped inspire the house arrest tracker in real life.
1: Ah, rad! Whoa! Okay. And not rad. So, sons of <laughs> sons of bitches.
3: Yeah. Apparently, some uh, again, according to the internet, some judge read the comic and thought that's a good idea.
1: How wow. do I get that? How do I get house arrested? That sounds awesome.
3: No, actually, there's a, there's a guy within the performing arts community, Mohawk, who has yeah, Mohawk. been under house arrest for over a year, and the monitor will frequently fuck up and try to tell him that he is outside of the house. So he started oh recording it to show he's home.
2: Yeah, it's called getting COVID. Right? Yeah, right, COVID. That's, that's the 21st century's version of uh, home arrest. Uh, that's it. I'm pulling the plug on this. Let's do it. Ta-ta for now, Christian Crusaders. And we'll talk to you next time on the couch. Although young Rogers was too frail
0: for combat, his fighting spirit wouldn't give up. He volunteered for a secret military experiment. And with the help of the country's finest
3: meth, steroids,
0: was transformed into the world's first super soldier. Now, he fights alongside the Allies as a symbol of freedom and
1: liberty for all the world. Even now, Cap is leading the charge against the dreaded Red Skull and his Hydra forces.
0: Good luck, Captain America, wherever you are. It's over, Skull. I don't speak Nazi.